The new Grad Physio podcast is hosted by Andy Barker, consultant MSK and sports physiotherapist, private practice owner and the founder of the new Grad Physio. Having experienced his own rapid rise from student to dream job just 15 months after graduating, Andy knows exactly what it takes to accelerate your skills and fly up the promotion ladder faster than you ever thought possible. Having previously worked in his dream role at the Leeds Rhinos as the head of physio and rehab, Andy now consults with a number of individual elite athletes and within professional rugby, football and dance whilst running his own group of private practice clinics. He started the new grad physio to help student and new grad therapists just like you overcome the specific challenges you face at the start of your therapy career, helping you to dodge the common pitfalls that can cause confusion and overwhelm with your clinical practice and stop you getting the patient results and the jobs or promotions you deserve. This podcast will deliver you actionable advice, will help you make sense of your patient assessments, reason your treatments and patient rehab to get results well beyond your level of experience. You will also discover what you need to do to open doors, to create opportunities for yourself, so you can enjoy the best possible start to life as a new grad physio. So, let's get started. Hey, it's Andy Barker here and welcome back to the new grad physio podcast and happy 2024. This is my first um, podcast of the year, but it's not a happy new year um, podcast. Clearly, I've just, I've just said happy new year, uh, but it's a podcast all about helping you to become the best physio you can be. So a bit of a disclaimer first, when I say physio, I mean therapist. I mean, um, whether you're an actual physiotherapist, whether you're a sports therapist or sports rehabilitator or any other type of therapist, I use the term physio because I run the new graph physio. Um, it's just easier than me than saying physio, sports therapist, sports rehab, or other therapist every time I you know refer to to what we do as a, as a therapist. And then secondly, I, like I say, this is not a Happy New Year podcast. So if you're not listening to this podcast episode at the start of January, you know, 2024 or whatever year it may be, that's not a problem. Everything I'm going to cover in this podcast episode is applicable to you, to whatever type of therapist you are, whatever environment you're working in, uh, regardless of, of when you hear it. And what I'm specifically going to talk about and what I want to talk about is CPD. And the reason I'm doing this um particularly put it out at the start of the year so as many people hear it as possible is because so many therapists probably like you will start the year off wanting to get better at what they do and you know as well as me doing cpd is a big part of that learning new things with the aim of you know becoming the the best therapist you can be and giving your patients the best level of service that you can. But just doing CPD, unfortunately, is not enough. And, you know, you think about me, you don't actually need um, me to tell you this because you already know this. So if I just ask you to think back to the last article you read, the last maybe podcast you listened to, the last blog you read online, or maybe something you watched on, on YouTube or, you know, social media or whatever it may be, what was it about? I guarantee that most of you probably can't remember. 
And there's a reason for this. So there was a, a guy um, called, pretty smart guy, called Herman um, Ebbinghaus, hopefully I said that correctly, um, who sort of proved this as a theory. And this was all the way back in 1885. So almost 150 years ago, we learned about why it is that we forget so much that we try to remember. Yet almost a century and a half later, probably I'd say 90% of people are still doing the same thing, still trying to learn the you know the, the wrong way. And therapists like you, like me in the past, um, certainly do this all the time. So again, thinking about that to your own circumstances, thinking about CPD, thinking about this year, wanting to be the best physio you can be, trying to learn new things, to provide a better service to your patients or the athletes you, you work with. You know CPD is a, a massive part of that. But CPD is going to be a, you know, largely a waste of your time, your effort, and any money that you might pay for, you know, for paid CPD, if you can't remember what you learn, and it's going to be a complete waste of time if you can't remember it and you can't apply it to, you know, real patients in the the real world. So, what is, you know, Eppinghaus's theory about this forgetting curve, and what can it teach you about learning? And how can it help you get the most out of your CPD? So here's how. I'm going to give you basically three big tips to help you get the most out of your CPD. Now, I guess if there's one thing I want you to, to take away from this podcast episode is that we do forget things. And this is a fact. There's no really way, well, there is a way around it, and we'll tell you, but no. The, the majority of information that goes into your brain, um, there's not a finite amount of information we can hold in our brain. Hence why most of what we take in goes out. If you look at all the evidence and data around brain capacity and, and short-term memory, long-term memory, and the stuff that actually we, we actually retain and remember, um, it's a very, very small amount. Think of all the information that we're, we're seeing, we're feeling, um, we're aware of you know, day-to-day. Clearly, we cannot take in and retain all that all that information but one of the things um the, the theory from um Ebbinghaus sort of talks about is and, and the thing that resonated with me um the most when i when i first saw this is without further revision the average learner retains only 10 percent of new information after 60 days so think about that last podcast you know webinar video whatever it is you actually did 60 days so two months after doing that you're only probably going to be able to retain 10 percent of that information that is not a lot of information so 90 percent of what you learn is lost after two months which is not great you know again you want you're trying to make every effort to become better to, to do cpd yet two months down the line 90% of what you actually learned and, and took in, it was actually gone. And here, I guess, lies the, the problem with CPD. So you know that keeping on top of CPD is pivotal to help you be the best physio you can be, right? But I'm just telling you now that 90% of what you're going to learn is going to be lost within a couple of months. So how do you stay up to date with the evidence? How do you keep sharpening your knowledge and your skills so you can better assess, treat and rehab the patients you work with? How do you learn how to you know, progress as a, as a therapist, to stand out from the crowd, 
and apply and get those new grad roles that so many other therapists are trying to get. The added pressure is time is, is so precious. We only have, you know, you only have a finite amount of time in your lives around work, around your studies. Uh, you obviously want to have a social life and do everything else you want to you want to do. So time is precious and you don't want to then therefore waste any time you put aside for CPD. You want to make sure that any time, any effort or any cost you put into your CPDs is actually going to give you learning, give you knowledge and give you skills that you're actually going to be able to use in the real world. Because you can watch and do as much CPD as you, as you like, as you like, as whether that's reading journals, watching videos, you know, attending free trainings or paid training, whatever it may be, to tick um, a CPD box. You know, maybe just because you're worried you might get audited by, you know, your regulatory body or whatever it may be, and and you like getting, you know, a shiny CPD certificate. But that's not what CPD is about. CPD is to help you become a better physio. You know, getting consistent, positive patient results is far better and is, is much a much better um you know products of your time than a than a folder full of certificates that's that's why we do cpd because you want to um be the best physio you can be 100 percent. that's probably why you listen to this podcast right now on, on your way to work or in the gym or out walking or, or wherever you are because you want to be able to um to learn new things, you want to be able to apply these to your patients so you can get better results. You want to be able to give the best service you can as a, as a physio, sports therapist, or sports rehabilitator, rehabilitator. Sorry. So how do you do this? So I think one of the, the first things is, for me, is you need to learn to apply what you already know. So I guess one of the big um, problems with CPD is that you're just a kick acquiring more and more and more knowledge. And I say that sort of with fingers in the air, um, you know, sort of in, in inverted um, inverted brackets, because you know, knowledge is not <laughs> is not um, the bomb, as people say. It's not not necessarily king, because, again, you need to be able to apply what, what you learn. And there's so much that you already know, even though there are some, you know, big drawbacks in, and the university education and the amount of you know content you need to learn in such a short space of time and I guess the mismatch between time in the classroom versus time out of placement to actually apply this new knowledge you do acquire you know a significant amount of knowledge when you when you are in training regardless of the, the sort of degree you've actually done yet you get out to the real world and um, whether you're working in the NHS private practice sport wherever that may be and I guess the big issue you have is actually applying the things you've learned in the past. Clearly, I've already told you that we're going to forget a, a fair chunk of, of of what you've previously learned based on the, the law I've just sort of mentioned. So I guess that's one of the key things to, to be aware of. But one of the things then you can use to your advantage in the sense that, you know, that learning is in there somewhere. But what you need to do is probably look over it again. So to enable you to then be able to bring that to the forefront of your, your brain and in a position for you to be able to, to use it, then you might need to review it. So just thinking around um, my teaching and the, the work I do, mentoring um, therapists within my new physio membership, um, my first three modules, which are module one, the subjective assessment, module two, the objective assessment, and module three, which is a rehab planning uh, module, 
are the most rewatched modules in the members area. So for me, this is evidence of therapists revisiting material, you know, honing their assessment, treatment and rehab skills. And this is important, clearly, because these are the three key pillars that every therapist must be good at. So we assess patients, we treat patients and we rehab patients. In a nutshell, that is what we do with each and every patient we see but clearly as much as that you know is important and i think it's it's important to help you um retain knowledge you know going back over things is 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 really really important application clearly is also key because again a brain full of knowledge is great but if you can't apply it to the patient that's in front of you in the clinic it's it's a waste of time. So again, this is why in um, my new physio membership, I always post weekly case studies um, and I encourage therapists that have maybe tricky cases in their clinics, sports clubs, their departments they're working in to also post case studies. So then we as a group can see um, what's happening in real life, we can see real cases. And we can then actually use, and the therapist within the membership can actually use the content they are learning in the members area, the theory if you like, and actually be able to apply it to real patients with real injuries. So you can see how the content actually works with, with real patients in the real world. So I think whatever CPD you engage with, I think you need to revisit it if you want to actually, you know, to, to learn it. You are going to forget, you know, a chunk of, of what you learn so revisiting um material is really really important but i guess having a system and a, a way of actually being able to apply it to patients whether that's a case study type of, of, of way um to do something like that frequently is going to ensure like you have the ability to actually retain that information my second tip is making it easily accessible so again with cpd how many times have you had good intentions to do CPD? You've maybe set some time aside at the end of your workday or maybe it's in between you know, patient appointments. You've got some time to do something. You want to do something constructive. You want to do some CPD, but you don't know where to start. And sometimes it can feel really overwhelming about you know what to actually focus your time and attention to. There's so much information out there. Um, like where, where do you start? So a common you know, theme that I see is therapists that do this, they have the best intentions in the world, they maybe have an hour to do it um, and they block some time out to, to do that, but then they spend the first 15, 20, sometimes half an hour of the hour just looking for stuff. And I guess as much information, you know, good information there is out there, there's also a lot of information that's not very helpful so again you might have to work through um you know if there's 10 pieces of uh, information you know nine of them could be complete rubbish and, and one of them might be actually helpful but you might have had to spend half an hour looking through nine rubbish pieces of material and information some that contradicts one another which again probably causes more confusion than than actually gives you clarity to find that you know that that, that golden nugget and that good piece of information that's actually going to help you um, which is which is a big problem so again time is a problem but again having you know access to content that's at the end of your any fingertips is, is really really important that's already there for you that you don't have to go around digging for you know searching for and wasting time you know to try and find the cpd that's 
you know, that's going to actually going to help because you don't want to sit in there at your laptop for hours, you know, um, week on week, um, you know, trying to trying to make some serious gains in in your knowledge, um, and you need to have the access to to CPD wherever wherever you are, and that's I guess I know there's been some um, some data actually saw one recently about therapists preferring um, online education to face to face just because it's so much easier it's typically a lot cheaper because you're not having to pay you know for expensive trainings and course days travel accommodation food etc um and you obviously can watch it on laptops smartphones um whatever it may be so again you're in the clinic you've got a little bit of time between patients you went at the bus stop to the train you know heading into work you've got 5 10 15 minutes to, to do something constructive you know, having access to something so easily is is often half the battle because you're ready to, you know, to consume CPD, and it's there for you. So you're not having to waste your time and efforts actually finding CPD. So I think with CPD, however you choose to 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 use CPD in your your learning and your development as a physiotherapist, one of the key things is making sure that it's easily accessible. So it's there when you need it, that you can consume it in, you know, small bite-sized chunks is probably the easiest way to do it around your your working or your study week to get the most out of your learning and to help you beat that forgetting curve. And then finally, my last tip relates to keeping it interesting. So again, CPD should be pretty exciting. You know, you're learning new things, you're learning new skills, and ultimately it's going to help you become a better physio so again it should not be um, be boring so again and just thinking back to this sort of forgetting curve the most you know you've i'm sure you've done this before i've done this a million times where you've you know a journal article is a great example of of this where you'll start to read it you know the title seems quite interesting you know you've about a new a topic or a technique something diagnostic or whatever it may be that you think you know that's this sounds quite interesting, something that I probably need need and, and should read. Um, but it's boring as hell. Like you get halfway through it, you've read a couple of paragraphs, you've not taken any information in, you have to go back and reread it. You know, I do this all the time. You end up reading the article about four times in the same sitting, uh, it takes you ten times longer than it should have done because it's not that interesting. So I think, you know, there is going to be some learning. Again, a journal might be a good example for some people that you just don't find that entertaining, that it does, you know, it is like pulling teeth sometimes reading it. And I find that very difficult. I still do it, um, but I would much prefer to, to watch, for example, a video. And again, depending upon your learning style, um, again, you might, again, be more aligned to something that is visual like a video like um you know an image or or whatever that may be as opposed to uh, text you might prefer listening to cpd like this on like a podcast or audio as opposed to to visual or whatever it may be so i think one of the key things with cpd is, is trying to identify how you actually learn best and then trying to obviously consume cpd where possible, that suits your, your learning style because that is going to help you um, beat the forgetting curve as the content that you're trying to consume is going to be more easily digestible for you because it's your in your favoured learning style. Also, attention spans, if you're going to look at all the evidence, our attention spans are becoming 
you know, less and less and less. And for that very reason is uh, the reason that almost every video in my new graph physio membership is less than 10 minutes long. So there are a few couple that go a bit longer than that, but, but very few. Um, and the reason I've done that is I appreciate that you don't have all the time in the world that you want, you know, content that gets straight to the point that's got no fluff. Um, so you can actually watch something, you can take in the information and then you can actually go away and put it into action with your own patient. I know it's hard to keep concentrating um, and the longer something is, the less motivating, the less likely um, you actually are to actually, you know, to engage with that content. So it makes zero sense to, to put together, you know, a video that's going to last an hour long. You know, if you're, you know, sat there, you're trying to read mountains of text, you know, in a textbook or journal article, you know, listening to a three-hour webinar, it is really, really difficult, almost impossible to stay engaged from start to finish. It is much easier to take in, you know, smaller, bite-sized chunks of information. You can stay, you know, stay on track. You can stay um, in that sort of concentrated um, arena for a short period of time um, so you can take in the information and then you've got a much greater chance of actually retaining it. I think it's also um, important to mix things up so again trying to learn the same way all the time um, is not always potentially the best way and I guess that's why again when I um, mentor therapists um, I encourage them to try and take in content in all different formats uh, and that's why in, again in the members area there is videos webinars there's journal reviews cheat sheets quizzes um, because I appreciate people learn differently um, and that I think it's um, a positive thing to to act actively engage with different types of, of sort of content media and it helps to keep you motivated it helps to guide your learning it helps to to beat the forgetting curve which we all want to we all want to do and actually help you retain the the content um, you do actually consume. So I guess to bring the podcast to, to a close and to summarise the, the key things we've covered in this episode, I think one great way to do that would be to, to try and answer these three questions. So when you're considering and planning out your CPD for, for this year, I want you to consider three important things. Number one, is the CPD you're planning on doing or currently doing, is it helping helping you improve in one of the the three key physio areas? They relate to your patient assessments, your treatments, and or rehab prescription. Number two, is the content you're trying to you know to consume or currently consuming, is it readily available? And can you access this CPD at a time of the day that works best for you? Because again, this is really important that you're actually going to be able to engage with the content frequently. And it's probably the biggest reason why so many therapists start off with all the great intentions of learning and acquiring new knowledge and CPD, but it often fails by the wayside pretty quickly because they often try and do too much too soon or again, just don't have the content readily available to them and then finally is the content you're following is it interesting enough to keep you motivated and is it actually going to be content that you can go away and actually apply to the patients that you're working with day to day so again 
it's a waste of time if one you're not going to do the CPD properly because again it's boring you know you're not motivated to do it you just you know you find it like it like I mentioned before it's like pulling teeth you know that is CPD that's you know that's that is not something that you're going to probably sustain for a for um for a sustained period of time without question because you don't find it interesting and then secondly if it's not something that you're able to actually go away with and actually apply to what you're doing day to day then again it's a waste of time so don't waste your time effort and any obviously any cash that you're going to put towards cpd on the wrong type of thing so i hope this has helped i hope it's given you some food for thought around cpd um there is a lot of content out there um and i think picking the right cpd provider um can be really tough i know from my own experiences i reckon i wasted 10 to fifteen thousand just within the first couple of years of graduating on cpd that didn't really help uh, and what i mean by didn't really help is it didn't really make me a better physio um, it crammed my head full of more knowledge, um, most of which I forgot after a short period of time. It didn't actually help me in my assessments, treatments and rehab. And ultimately, the things that I wanted to get better at, I wasn't getting better at. So you know, looking back now, I would much rather have that you know, 10 to 15 grand back. At the time, that could have bought me um, a pretty decent car. It could have um, probably, it would have paid for my deposit on my first house, um, but it didn't. And I, it was money that was largely wasted on on the wrong type of, of cpd but i know when you know when i um you know purchase cpd and do all sorts of different things there's always that apprehension and that i guess that worry that the the course or the cpd whatever it is is not quite what it's you know what it says it is it's not quite what it's it makes out um it's going to be um and i know when a lot of therapists get in contact with me around my own cpd training and my new graph physio membership that sometimes they have the same maybe fears and apprehensions about the program and whether it's going to work for for, for you or not uh, and that is why i offer a seven day 100 percent money back guarantee for any new therapist joining my program so what that means in in real life is that once you sign up you have up to seven days to to trial the membership to to look around you get full access to to everything you can dive into all the content access the members group you know get you know support from myself in terms of one-to-one -one mentorship but during that seven days if you feel you know andy it's not quite for me it's not quite what you said it was it's not what not quite what I thought it was going to be then that's cool all you need to do is let me know and I can remove your access and issue you with a full refund so that'll be 100% of your payment no questions asked so takes away the risk again you get to test drive the membership see what it's all about see if it can actually help you if it, if it can then again just let me know and you'll get a full refund for your payment but if it is something that you feel um, that is helpful, clearly you can stay around for, for as long or as short as you would like. There is no contract. So, again, you can be a member for a month, two months, you know, 22 months, however long you want to be or however short you want to be. Um, you can be part of the new grad physio community. So if you'd like to learn more and to see if you might be suitable for the membership, then just head to newgradphysio.com forward slash 
membership. Just to finish up, uh, as always, big thanks for your time and attention. If you do have any um, topics, any questions, queries, things that you'd like me to cover on the podcast, I'm always open to ideas. So again, please just let me know. Just send me a direct message, send me an email, and just get in contact whichever way you would like and let me know what you're struggling with, what you'd like to hear more of on the podcast this year, and I'll add it to my um, big list of uh, questions and topics um, and get through that as, as quickly as I can. So again, big thanks for your time and attention um, for joining me on the New Graph Physio podcast. Enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you've got planned, and I'll speak to you all again very soon. Thanks for listening to the New Grad Physio podcast. Before you head off, I just wanted to make sure you did not miss this. Alongside his podcast, Andy posts a weekly blog on his website, www.newgradphysio.com. You can access all his blogs and loads more resources like his recent PDF, the five breakthrough steps to confidently treat the shoulder right every time, avoid mistakes and stop you feeling less adequate than other new grads. This is Andy's most popular resource and has already been accessed by thousands of therapists just like you. To get a copy of this PDF or to get more information about Andy's upcoming courses or find out more about his new grad physio membership, head to www.newgradphysio.com. Have a great day and we will catch you on the next podcast episode.